Hey, hey, welcome to Web3 Weekly with your host, Blockstar Technology. Let's go. So, um, hi, Instanation and the uh, Twitter space people as well. So, uh, we are on our 16th episode today. And uh, we have uh, Corey here from uh, Charlie Holiday attending us uh, for our 16th episode. So um, I'll let Charlie uh, give a bit of instruction uh, for himself. Uh, so I have, it's going to be a little bit confusing. To my left, I have Charlie. <laughs> I would say, you know, Blockstar Charlie. And then I have Maureen and have uh, uh, Corey from Charlie Holidays. Alrighty. So um, Corey, can you give us a uh, introduction to yourself, please? Yes, yeah, true. So I'm Corey. I'm the digital manager at Charlie Holiday. So we're an Australian female fashion brand, um, yeah. ready to wear peel and swimwear, very coastal sort of Australian vibe. Um, we've been operating since I believe 2018, an established business. Um, and about a year ago now, I was reached out by Pete, the founder, he's yeah. really interested in the NFT space, seeing a lot of the big brands out there yeah. um, in the fashion industry looking at Web3 and like seeing that this is next and he's sort of gone ahead of time he's like we need to be in this space early and he's contacted me we had a couple conversations and ended up coming full-time and we've just been building since there oh awesome mate before that what did you do so i worked for another startup yeah i was doing mostly augmented and virtual reality type stuff so wow. i was working as a 3d artist and business operator yeah um and we were sort of we were already looking at NFTs back then in that business. So I was yeah. doing some 3D stuff for there. And there was another sort of startup um, NFT that we were mm-hmm. doing there. But I was sort of, even back then before I even got contacted by Pete from Charlie Holiday, yes. I was like, I looked at a couple of business types, um, yes. industries rather, which was fashion and sports. that I thought NFTs going to be huge in. And that's sort of like the areas I wanted to move into. And then just happened Pete was looking for someone. <laughs> and I was like, this is meant to be. And, the rest is history. Oh, I, I think um, all of us knows how this is like, you know, <laughs> going to blow up, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just given. And um, one of the things that I, I only met you um, one of uh, through our, you know, good friend, mm-hmm. uh, Darren Rogan. Yeah. Um, we had a, a bit of a, you know, party on a boat. <laughs> and, uh, your party. Yeah, on a yacht. And a uh, little bit bigger than 10 years. So, such an awesome uh, evening that yeah, was. And great. I think we met some great people there and had some yeah, good yeah, conversations. Positive vibes. You know, positive in a vibes. bad market, everyone's like not caring about the money too yes. much right now, which is really awesome. They're saying, you know, it's not about the money, it's about the value. 100%. And the money, the money will come later. Exactly. And everyone's like, it's just everyone's positive for once. And it's like, we had, you know, we had key people there, you know, it's sort of like not a VIP event, but only people that were invited there. Yeah. So people that were doing really cool things. So it's like every conversation I had was like very intellectual, very, you know, very good. And it was... <laughs> I wish I had more time. There's a couple of people yeah. I wanted to talk to and even get time to because, yeah, it was just amazing. I know, right? And um, given um, there and uh, we had a, a good chat and um, and also, uh, sorry, I, I missed you giving you a lift 
So you know when I went to cancel the Uber, yeah. I think I had too many drinks that so didn't cancel and the guy pulled up and I got a text saying, yeah. oh, your Uber's here and I'm like, well, I can't just leave him down, he's here. So I was like, I guess I'm getting in. But, oh my God. I was like, I didn't have Corey's either, so I'm just like, I'm linked through him and I'm messaging him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I said, but it was funny. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it was a good night then, guys. Oh, it, oh, it, it was a really good night. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish I made that one. Yeah. Oh, you guys are, you are recovering. You're, you're recovering. I was definitely recovering. It was my birthday the night before, oh, so I was a little bit wounded. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, cool. So, um, Corey, um, with Charlie Holidays, mm -hmm. what, so you said like Pete, who's a, uh, the owner. Yeah. Given the business being there for a, for a while and in the holidays, you know, thing as well, the fashion. So what made, what is the reason that going to NFT? Because Obviously, there are so many use cases when you yeah. fashion, right? So, if someone goes to a Charlie Holiday website, uh, we see on our screen here, obviously in Twitter spaces you can't see it, but Insta Live you guys can see it. Um, is that we have this uh, page here, we have an avatar and we have a, a model as well. Yeah. So, what are you guys trying to do? What is the... Yeah, so... The alpha. Yeah, this is our first collection, which is Novia Series 1. Yes. We sort of spent probably four months just thinking of ideas and like, yeah. where do we want to actually, what do we actually want to do? Um, and we sort of come to realizations, you know, we're here for the long term, so we don't want to like start with dropping an NFT or start with like this big thing. We want to show that we're not one of the people that are just coming in, dropping NFT and then leaving. We're mm -hmm. here for the long term. So I think it was originally actually Pete's idea. He's like, why don't we sort of show web collectors and that. Yeah. So we were looking at, you know, we're already in the space, already looking at NFTs and as a female fashion brand, we sort of, you know, a lot of employees are female. We sort of looked at a lot of women that sort of, you know, promotes diversity, promotes women, artists in the web three space. It's like, there's a big sort of, you know, connection that we, we you know, align with their mission basically. Mm. So we purchased their NFT as part of the business, um, as the business, which you own all the IP for the art. And we're like, let's sort of have a respectful entry yes, and sort of introduce our current audience, sort of create like an intro into the world. So sort of, you know, take the artwork, which we also really love, especially our designers and inspire a collection around it. That's mm. still very Charlie Holiday yep. and inspired by the NFT. And then sort of add some other elements like creating our own digital avatar. He's mm. going to be sort of like our ambassador for this brand extension, which is yep. Charlie Holiday Digital, mm -hmm. and sort of, you know, sort of setting that up so we can sort of build on it in the long term, because that's, you know, all this whole thing was sort of like setting up, it's like come yep. with us, journey us, yep. journey with us in this world. We're still learning a little bit, yes. as everyone is, yep. but that's sort of learn it together. Yeah, now 100%, like going to the website, um, obviously it talks about the NFT, saying that we can buy the NFT or meet the NFT, how do you, how do So that... there's actually no NFT with this collection, okay. it's just inspired by World of Women. Got it. So we didn't want to really release an NFT off the bat because one is like, could seem as like we're trying to grab money a bit. Yes. Like we are super interested in NFTs and yes. know, it's probably something we might look at in the future, but it's like, let's show, you know, um, let's buy the NFT, which is a lot of women, and show using the ownership, which everyone talks about, you know, owning an NFT, instead of making our own NFT, mm -hmm. let's actually purchase an NFT, show the ownership rights, and yes. show how we can create a whole collection from this NFT, sort of 
talk about it to our current audience who might not be super knowledgeable about NFTs yeah. yet, yeah. but maybe heard about it, want to get interested in that world, mm-hmm. and sort of like start that journey. Corey, um, for, the, for our listeners that can't see, um, can you tell us about the shirt that you're wearing? <laughs> yeah, so, this is one of the shirts from the collection. Um, the marketing girls wanted me to wear it. So it's not, apparently I'm a size 12 and female. Um, this is actually a, a QR t-shirt. So they really yes. like the QR designs. Yeah. Um, they sort of, this one is completely scannable, yeah. but it doesn't scan super well because it's sort of inverted with the colors. Uh-huh. We sort of want to focus on that product mostly, yes. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But it is functional, but it's a, it's a sort of a light greeny yellow QR yeah. shirt. So it's got a boyfriend tee, so it's basically an oversized t-shirt. It's white sort of fits me a little yeah. bit. And it's got a, a palm tree in the middle, which is goes to our sort of resort brand and that. Mm. So a lot of the inspiration, so this is, I believe it's around, it's over 20 garments in this collection. Yeah. Um, a lot of the inspiration we've shown is not from a literal NFT, like taking our clothes apart from the sarong. It's mostly focused on the colors, mm-hmm. which is in the world of women NFTs, the colors is um, one of like the big standout points yes. in the world of the art. They're very bright colors, especially this world of women galaxy. Like yeah. you know? And that's where we wanted to sort of, our designers took it. We sort of, well, we didn't really curate our designers yeah. exactly. Like they're artists in their yes. own way. Sort of, you know, gave them this NFT. We explained the project, which is important because it's like promoting femininity and yeah. confidence. So this collection is one of our brightest collections mm-hmm. in terms of like the garments. They're all bright colors. They're all like very really holiday, nice. right? Yeah, good very good. holiday. Yeah. And like that sort of all come from our NFTs so of the color palette, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, but good. So Corey, I've got a question. How have you found with Obviously, the World of Women's mm. a very big community yep. and they've done very well. How have you found with having a World of Women NFT within the business and connections you've been able to make within that community? Yeah. And then also, I would say the ladies at your work, how they've <laughs> found that transition going along. Yeah. Maybe a lot of them, their first time into NFTs been involved in that world of woman communities? So a lot of them when I started were very new to NFTs and the whole metaverse and crypto and everything. We, we spent a lot of time me just sitting down and basically teaching them. Um, but they're all, they all love it like in their own way. Like they, they see the possibilities for their industry. Um, they, they, they agree with it. They love world of women and it's like sort of message in that and they believe it's important for Especially ones, you know, are designers and sort of marketing is very like they're very artistic and creative, where they see they can sort of take this to the next level and like mm-hmm. everyone like there's parts where they get confused on, but then they it takes the time like it's like all of us when we probably started with NFTs, it was very confusing at the start, and there's a moment where it sort of clicks a little bit and you see it in your own way, and they just get on board and like mm-hmm. they're like okay we, we see this in the future we're invested, um, they especially it is. The fashion industry overall and NFTs just has this huge sort of connection, right? Like the PHPs is like, it's about showing the tribal, you know, it's showing your community, which is very much the same with clothing. Um, you know, you wear Charlie yeah. Holiday because you want to identify yourself as the coastal girl, the resort girl. Same with NFT, if you, you know, you wear a certain one, you see, to see them in the Twitter space and they just, they're sort of, it, it gets exciting when they get excited, like when we first started talking about it and they were confused and then there was parts and they're like, they started pushing ideas like, well, why don't we do this? 
You know, why yeah. don't we, yeah. like, when we came up with Nova a bit, like, you know, we So how did you come up with the, Nova, the name for the Avatar? So it was all, like, it was part of the team, like, we sort of basically, we actually sat down with our creatives and the team and we're like, you know, we want to create this quintessential sort of girl for Charlie mm. Holiday. It wants to be the face of um, Charlie Holiday Digital. And it was mostly, like, I, I sort of stood back a little bit and but the, the designers, the creative team, the employees, like, they sort of came together and like created a mood board. Mm. Like, this is the hair color we see. This is the attitude she has. Yeah. This is the voice she has. And we came that you know put that all together and like mm. they got all they got excited. It's like it's very exciting to see them excited, especially because yeah. they're not an NFT native or mm. Web three native, but they like they they're just excited by it and sort of radiates in the office and everyone gets into it. It's so cool to see how much is actually involved. Like when you explain it like that, yeah, the creative team and everyone's. You know, talking about her yeah. attitude, like this is a creation that they made. Yeah, like we plan. To and she that. does have a lot of attitude, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. I can see the way yeah. she walks. Even like in uh, <laughs> our campaign video, we got a voiceover of it, and we sort of like, you know, does this sound like Nova? Like yeah. a bit, like we sort of wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Like we sort of want to build her up. Like, like we haven't gone super far in this collection because there's a point. You know, we're going to do so much per collection, but we want to take her on long term and build like this virtual mm. avatar, which. We've seen other people do, um, well, started to explore with other companies. Yeah. It's taken off really in China a lot with these little virtual avatars and sort of just giving you a bit of a face to the brand, a bit of an attitude. And mm. It's something we can use for 3D runways in the future and sort of mm. continuing that on. Like, yep. you, we want people to see Nova and be like, that's Charlie Holiday. Mm. So yeah, where, yeah. where do you guys actually see, like what direction do you think you're going to take it and like what's mm. coming up? Like what are you guys in your creative team picturing up and... That. You know, dreaming of. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of we can't say yet because I just say stuff oh, that we can't. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of buckets we're looking into yeah. at the moment because like we're all excited and like there's a lot of possibilities as like anything. Yeah. And it's just we just we need to focus on you know what's going to be the most value. Yeah, mm. we sort of keep it, you know, keep relating it to the product because the product's obviously, you know, without the product, it's nothing. Right? Nothing exactly. Yeah. I think it goes, also you have to think of like how much value you bring to your yeah. customers, right? And, and yeah. we we got to do it timingly as well. Like exactly. if we if we bring this out, bring out an NFT, bring out augmented, like we had yeah. one collection of all these features. Yes, people just like, oh, that's just too overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Like, so we need to sort of mm. show it over time and like. There's no, I don't think there's a rush to it. Yeah. Um, we're enjoying it as we go, having a bit of fun. And sort mm-hmm. of, it's, you know, we've got a mentality yeah. that we want them to, you know, it's a bold move, but we sort of want them to come with us and sort of go into a new journey. Yeah. Bring in the average Jane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Journey slowly. Yeah. Um, slow yeah. education. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great that you guys are even doing this in this space. I'm not sure that I've heard of too many other Gold Coast or Queensland places doing it. So it's like, it's exciting. And I the think, fact that you're yeah. embracing it as it is, is, you know, a first mover. You have to be in it to win it exactly. for a start. So I think we're quite early in our industry size yeah. where we are. Yeah. I think yeah. like every, you know, you guys are probably familiar with pretty much most luxury fashion mm-hmm. brands mm-hmm. already doing something. Most activewear fashion companies yep. are already doing something. And we're a more, you know, lower level, but everything that these luxury brands do in these high, you know, other active way companies do or trickles down to it towards the industry and we all mm. end up sort of following mm. so it's like well why don't we be ahead of that a bit yeah you know, be ahead of the companies that are on the same level as us and yeah. sort of get in early experiment early and sort of be ready there already 
Yeah, I mean like um, the um, art, artifact. Yeah, yeah, artifact, right? What I just want to go. Yeah, I just want to go and talk about other brands. Yeah. So now you brought up artifact, Charlie. Thank <laughs> you for that because I really want to. I, I want us to go on that you know, bit of a you know deep, deep dive, dive. Mm. on that side, right? Um, especially when you when you walk in with your QR code, I'm like, I just scan this, I just scan this. It's not an AR one, it's not an AR one. Still, the thing is like now, it's funny, right? You know, now our minds are almost like programmed to scan anything that you see. Right? Well, yeah, this is actually our swing ticket on the collection. Ah, okay, so... And it has a, an over NFT on it. And on yeah. the other side, we have our, our QR code that's more scannable. Yeah. We just have it do a link tree at the moment. It goes to our collection and sort of shows all the information okay that's something wow. yes now that we've sort of experimented yep. with charlie Holly digital mm -hmm. qr codes we're going to bring that into our you know just our traditional brand so yep. we want to move that into our our swing tickets our care guides and that for having qr codes just in our normal stuff it isn't part of our charlie Holly digital extension yes it's just charlie holiday a normal collection that comes out every three months that yep. we do we just have the qr codes on each mm -hmm. one and it's just easy. And I think the marketing team would love seeing that, like just a little QR code on the back and someone yeah. saying, oh, scan directs you to the website and brings you traffic. Oh, and so much track data as well. Yeah, really exactly. I yeah. think it, it is. And I think, um, and with the artifact, you know, you, you mentioned data as well. I want to talk, talk about data as well. That's an important thing. And also, you know, QR codes, you know what? <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. And because we have a security team here, we have done a few use cases because mm -hmm. some QR codes are not safe, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just want to touch base on that as well. So uh, with the, um, you know, Artifact, Nike, right? They do really cool stuff. Right in that instance, what they are doing is they are really realizing. I think the major. I mean, I'm like artifact. They are like a digital native, right? Not mm -hmm. like NVHM or yeah. uh, Ralph Lauren or those guys or Gucci for that matter. So these guys build, you know, from digital first and now going to fashion. Yeah. And then other brands are really want to be part of it, right? So in this space, in the we are coming from the fashion mm -hmm. industry, right? So about uh, I think um, around about three to four weeks ago, like when you were in NFT Fest uh, time in Melbourne, that time um, I remember hearing a, um, a interview that Binance team did with a few uh, major brands, with LV, one of the representatives from LVHM and another brand, and they were asking like questions about how the fashion you know, this whole digital space, the, the metaverse slash multiverse, and they also, you know, coined some words that we don't really like. <laughs> we don't really like saying that word. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, and people are just coming out. I think that's the first time I heard this word. Yeah. You know, um, and I was like, what, what does it mean? And the word is like digital. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it comes up a lot. It comes up. I think, especially in your in your yeah, world, you might yeah, be hearing yeah. quite a bit, right? Digital runway. Digital. Yes. Physical. Someone enlightened me. Physical digital. Digital. Oh, right? Okay. So it's uh, the digital sort of digital twin. That's what they are using now. Digital. Digital. Right. So with the um, artifact, mm -hmm. given that technology, right? So they have a you know the NFC. We can can pair pair your digital to your physical item as well. Yeah. Um, one thing is these you know these technologies they might not really 100% they are 100% but people are you know really investing mm. in this space right so um, 
for me, one person said like, oh, it's about um, proving ownership. And for me, I think that I already got this jumper. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I own it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it's stolen. I mean, like, now, is it like, um, one of, when, when, I, when I heard that, um, I'm like, you know, and they talk about prominence as mm-hmm. well. Right? Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys think on that mm-hmm. subject? I think uh, the fact that Nike is so far ahead mm. in the fashion industry, like I even think you guys are far ahead compared to a lot of companies yeah. as well. And um, it's interesting how it's going to play out and it just brings that extra coolness. Everyone's got an iPhone, you can all scan, you know. You, I was thinking like, imagine if you have a um, NRL jersey for a certain mm. team and you, me as a dad... And yeah. then I'm standing there with my son. Mm-hmm. They go to my wife goes to take a photo, and suddenly that shirt changes me into the player <laughs> yeah. from the QR on the chest. You know what I mean? And suddenly yeah. I'm there with the kids, and it's like they've got a photo with yeah. Jonathan Thurston or something like that. Yeah, like there's so much um, <clears throat> game theory that's going to yeah. be experimented. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see. Th- how it all plays out and I'd say you're, you guys are brainstorming a lot of them but you can't say this yet. but again it's that slow journey of yeah. I think that there's people. a lot that they can do I like the idea of um, using it as tracking but in terms of proof of ownership I think that that is something that's still a little bit mm. disconnected yeah. yet if it comes with it an initial purchase straight from the company maybe for authenticity and following it down but the law the traditional law, I guess you'd say, 90% of ownership is based on possession. Like you said, if Mm. you have something in your possession, like you are assumed to be the owner until you're proved otherwise. Mm. So if someone has a digital, I get that, you know, luxury brands are going online and they're saying now you can own a digital copy and a physical copy, but so you can show your digital copy in that world and this is your for that world because now you have people building their whole lives and avatars in the you know um in the metaverse so they want to wear like a cool top whatever so that i feel like they're still separate i don't feel like the connection is i feel in my way with that with Mm. ownership is knowing that that louis vuitton bag or Charlie Holiday bag, shirt, bikini, you've got a RFID mm. chip in there that you can scan and have that yeah. authenticity, knowing it's not a counterfeit. Yeah. That's pretty powerful there. Mm. So I think yeah. like the whole ownership stuff is very clunky at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. But there is a big sort of push in the fashion industry, I think, right now because the resale market on clothes is actually really huge. Mm. Like people reselling clothes, there's websites for it, especially in female fashion and um, yeah. like sort of hypewear, right? Collectors, sneakerheads, mm. that's huge, right? Reselling stuff. And companies like us, we have no data or get any royalties or anything. We don't, we don't know yes. what happens. We have data. We have Once. data when they come to a website. We have data when they yes. buy it. We send it to them, then it's gone. Like yeah. We don't have an idea of it, right? We yeah. don't know where it's going. We don't know if, you know, People are buying second hand. How many mm. they are? Like what type of demographic? Yeah, you know, there's a, like that sort of a value there. It's very clunky at the moment though. It's like you know they got mm. the chips or whatever, but it's sort of just awkward. But I think people really want to know is like what happens after it's gone. Yeah. Like that tell the story of that yeah. journey of that where that item lives and moves moves around. You know. Yeah, and, and I think there's a lot of value, especially big companies want you know where's it going afterwards yes. because. Like the re- I didn't realize how big 
the resale market for clothes yeah. was until I got into it. And yeah. I'm like, even for Charlie Holiday, you know, we're not the biggest company in the world, but I'll jump on Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. and I'll just scroll hundreds of Charlie Holiday. Yeah. And I'm like, people are selling these, like, yes. it's huge. And I think on the digital side of it, you know, like you said, if you sports team and that, I think, you know, fashion designers are artists and they're in yeah. respect and it's like, having the ability to do AR and that's like, it's another medium almost, mm. right? Because you can't have a dress made out of fire in the real world, but when you scan it, then it's like, you know, it comes in fire or it's, you know, whatever fabric you want it to be, or it, yeah. it changes colors with different mm. stuff that you do, or like it, stuff that you do in the world, it, you know, it updates, it sort of like adds a whole other aspect to sort of the art side yeah. of yeah. fashion. And I think that's where it's really interesting. Um, and that's where I sort of see that sort of side of it going. Yeah, and I love the idea of being able to follow someone when you're out, and if they have a nice outfit, <laughs> scanning it and knowing where they got it from, so you yeah. could own it too. In this whole um, the digital um, world, if anything about like uh, they're saying like uh, there's about three billion people mm. gaming at the moment. Mm. Three billion people gaming, and forty six percent women. What? Yeah. yeah. Three billion people gaming and 46% is women, like the women, right? Yeah. So now they're saying, like, you know, with the fashion brands, so th- you know, I was thinking about it, like, thinking about the, the digital things, right? Yeah. You create once and you can sell it over and over and over again. So some brands, you know, like yourself, it's about, you know, thinking about the people and, you mm-hmm. know, the money, it the money, that's, that's why you didn't want to introduce NFTs yeah. from the get go, right? And what I'm thinking that in the long run, this, you know, now the fashion um, labels see the opportunity like, okay, you know what? We don't have to worry about, you know, creating yeah. and, you know, you can just sell over and over again. And the, you know, after the first being sold or second or whatever, they keep making money on it. And now there's 100% markup, right? <laughs> you know, I saw, I, it's funny that you say that. I've seen articles of high fashion brands yeah. releasing their NFT collections, selling it more than their physical goods, and it's something that doesn't even exist. Yeah. Well, look at the, like, as they, you said, yeah. sorry, yeah, go. As you said, the gaming industry, how yeah. much people spend on in-game items. Yeah. yeah. It's Crazy, a multi-billion right? dollar industry. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about three, I think it's about two point something trillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. No, it's ridiculous, yeah, like, right? Like, I come from a bit of a gaming background, like my uni degrees in game yeah. design. Yeah, like this is before even before NFTs were even a thing. I was yes. like ten or twelve. I was playing Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got a gun. It was called an M4A4 How, and yeah. it was like four hundred bucks at the time. Yeah, and they ended up like removing it from the where you could get it. You couldn't get it anymore mm-hmm. um, because there's some copyright stuff. Yeah, but then a year later, it was worth a thousand dollars, and I sold it. And I was ten years old, and I was like, wow. I was like, you know, I made six hundred bucks, and I was ten years old. And I was That's like, like wow. dollars. <laughs> skin for it. Like yes. It didn't give me any upgrades for the gun. It just looked different. And I was like, I never even heard about crypto and NFTs or anything. I was just, I was just like, okay. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and then a lot of games like around that era, you know, became free to play. Yeah. Launch like, you know, Fortnite League of Legends, all free to play. Mm-hmm. Very game, good game model. Um, yeah. But you buy, you buy stuff in game for cosmetics. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's taken off. We've seen, We've seen luxury brands work with League of Legends for skins, and you know we see Roblox, we see Fortnite, Ralph Lauren's in Fortnite now. It's just, it's 
It's where I it's mean, going. So it's partnerships and building. Yeah, yeah. collaboration and partnership, which is also a big thing in the fashion industry. Yeah. And it's a big thing in the Web3 industry. And it's just... goes hand in hand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Together, yeah. And also, I look at it too as like, um, for marketing, like, if you have a limited drop, like you see the um, sneakers mm, in the US, yeah. like, right. people go crazy for sneakers, even hats. And if you've got limited edition releases where you've got the NFT and then you use the NFT to go claim yeah, your physical your pair, but you're worldwide and it's open to everyone all mm. at the same time and verified rather than yeah. a certain shop here, a certain shop there. It's like, hey guys, we've got our countdown. It's like, you know, when the new iPhone comes out <laughs> and there's a the big line up, it's like, no, I just want to get that <laughs> NFT and order it to my house. In the collaboration, so, um, yes, uh, with the whole, um, the artifact guys, they yeah. went and did a collaboration with, um, who was an art, young artist, 19 years old, Furious. Oh yeah, Furious, right? Yeah. And that, that that's a cool thing. I mean, that's what you can do, like with collab, and yeah, it's just mind blowing, right? With what's when happening. you get really good, like creative stuff, right? Yeah. it's like one of the reasons. You know, this isn't an official collaboration with World of Women, hmm. but like we wanted to take because it's like our clothing's never looked like this before. Like it's never been so bright. It's never yeah. been. But you know, we collaborated with them. We sort of well, with the energy we own rather, <laughs> and then like we kept, we got something very different to what we normally make, and like. The, the product now is really nice. Like it's colorful, it's bright, it's it, yeah, and that sort of you get this merge of sort of creative, creative people, and it's just it's and it expands your mind on what direction you could go in and yeah. what looks good. So like and I think I let you experiment yeah. a little bit too because Charlie Oyer might have not done a collection with this colors colors that are that bright before, but you it's know, a good market market test, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. We're allowed to play. Our designs yeah. are allowed to sort of play a little bit and. Still keep it on brand, obviously, but sort of push those boundaries and and even just having your Charlie Holiday community mm-hmm. with you, but then also being able to bring World of Woman yeah into that community and join them together Definitely. and so and build a community aspect yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah so with um you know we let's talk about like how blockchain can really help the fashion industry mm-hmm. right um. With the fashion industry, there was a you know the counterfeiting is huge. Whether we like it or not, there's a huge, um, like I would say, what I don't know. If you go to Asian countries, in Asian like Far East Asia, South Asia, and Asia as a whole, um, counterfeiting huge. Also, but but overnight, it's I think. Well, I've heard that they've got factories actually making. I haven't been there myself, <laughs> but I've heard over the years that there's actually factories where half of it's making the legit branded <laughs> stuff yep. and then the other half of the factories they're doing the the knockoff kind knockoff of thing. things wow. and how can you know the you know because when you when a brand is small obviously it's not a it's not a worry exactly right yeah. as it gets and now you're saying like you know in the secondary market like when you're scrolling you can see charlie holiday right yeah garments and and before you know it you know it becomes a brand and then how do you protect that brand using the web 3 i mean like with one of the tenants of blockchain like if you go back to all that part of the, you know democratizing yeah. decentralizing you know disintermediation and interportability and interoperability and all that stuff right yeah. uh, the whole blockchain now when you look at um you know fashion how can how can we solve some of the 
what are the challenges that you guys come across apart from counterfeiting? Um, well, a big concern for like the whole fashion industry right now is sustainability. Like yeah. fashion is a, I think it's it's like third or second, like one of the worst industries in yeah. the world, competing like fast, fast fashion, yeah, right? Fast, fast fashion specifically. Yeah. Like we're more of a slower fashion mm. type side, but there is you know sustainability and also ethics and factories and yeah. people yeah, buying that's a about big one. that. So I, I like I would like to see it's difficult to do because but if there was a way to like sort of almost get the production of the garments onto the blockchain where are these fibers actually yeah. coming from where is this factory actually a legit factory there's mm. a lot of bad factories out there that do you know unethical stuff um, is there a way you can sort of get that you know into the transparency yeah into the production yeah, yeah. and like can i scan a qr code and see uh, is this natural fibers where they came from where the people paid you know fairly the, that yeah. the factory was the factory ethical sourcing yes yeah, like yeah. that's a real big part of the fashion industry now and it obviously it's a big challenge but i think that's part it could play heavily is just sort of giving people a bit more trust and actually knowing where it's coming from where your garments are um yeah and verification yeah but with that with that right and Given that you can put an NFC on anything, you can replicate yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's the problem. Is, that's where the challenge is. How can you overcome that? Exactly. Right? And um, I don't know what it is yet, but given that um, given like over 70% of Jack Daniels in China is not Jack Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> like same thing with the shell. Yeah. Right? You know, they know that that you know that's not real and you know and it's not a challenge just for fashion but it's for everything. Yeah. 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 You know? And and the thing is like you look at ninety percent of claims that are made on food and fabrics, even though they've claimed it and they put it there's actually no way to verify. There's so no even if you that. scan it like, like look at half the tuna tins, they're like you can you pay eight dollars more for this tin of tuna because it says they caught them safely or no dolphins were used or yeah. whatever they were <laughs> and, and then it's like, but the how tuna, do I know? The tuna was free range. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes like... Lived a happy life. In the fashion industry, like, because our factories overseas, there's times where those factories could be lying to us specifically. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, we might go over and check, right? We might send some yeah. an employee over, check the factories, you know, we mm. always have constant communication. But, you know, there's probably other companies in the fashion industry that are being lied to by their factories. Yeah. You know, if their employees are treated mm -hmm. ethically, if the fibers actually coming from the right place, and they're yeah. big claims to make, and the yeah. bigger you are, it's, you know, it's a big issue. Yeah, yes. like, I'm not sure how it gets done. Look, yeah. one step at a time. It's, <laughs> it's like people like you, uh, yeah. Corey. That you know, you guys gonna, you don't know what it is, but I think unless you try, like Thomas Edison said, like you know, mm -hmm. I know, I know, like. 10,000 ways what a valve doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why it is. I think we yeah. just have to go through this process. I think sometimes you can be in the, as a, in the, on the stadium as a, you know, as a spectator. Yeah. And, you know, every spectator is a manager, right? A team manager, <laughs> right? And, but unless you are playing in that, you know, field, I think that's when you're going to find out exactly how, how the tackle works, how it's painful and, you know, yeah. what all it feels that like, how you know, it feels to take like, that you know, shot. 100%. I think that's what, you know, you guys are doing, like, you know, Charlie Holidays. It's like, 
going out there and doing it yeah. and showing other people and you're inspiring other people yeah. and you know I'm pretty sure you guys are inspired with the whole uh, world of women galaxy right um, and that and that that community behind you as well and I'm pretty sure that LVHM and Gucci and I think uh, one of the things that uh, Ralph Lauren uh, what they were saying is like now they got the opportunity to bring in like classic as a digital into an avatar um, as clothing uh, where it's, you can't really get hold of the physical items anymore, right? Because they've been destroyed and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I was speaking about this the other day actually. It's yeah. like vintage clothing. Vintage, that's the word I'm looking for, yes. <laughs> and it's like, you know, vintage clothing, as time goes on, we lose less vintage clothing. It's mm. like a collectible in its own right and it's yep. like, could be almost digitized this a bit. Um, you know, people have been doing it for museums. I've heard, you know, putting NFTs in museums and digitized. Yep. Um, why can't we do that with like vintage clothing as mm -hmm. well? Yeah. I mean, one of the things like uh, Smithsonian. Yep. Now, in the Smithsonian, they are still a little bit, you know, they, we think of, when you think about Smithsonian, they like, oh my God, they are so far ahead with technology and they're like, but then the, the person that we, we are speaking to, you know, in that space, they're like, oh, uh, no, they are not, and they have this person to advise them, and they are not. It's not nothing to be like ashamed of, but I'm glad that they're they're seeking advice, yeah. and you know, working and you guys just like it's a start, start. It's a start, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm happy to people say, oh, we are starting, rather than saying, okay, no, it's a fad, yeah. because we know it's not a fad anymore, yeah, yeah. right? And with the whole uh, what's happening in the in the metaverse now, we are we are doing some I don't know what they call metaverse, but we are doing some 3D. Um, create 3D spaces. Mm. Now, in those ones, we can have different avatars and we have different softwares with different platforms. Now, the key is if I buy uh, one of Charlie Holiday's uh, bikinis, <laughs> okay, I don't know, mankinis. <laughs> nice choice, nice choice, right? Can I wear that sound? That the, the trick is like how to cross those yeah. words. Yeah. yeah. There's people interoperability. Yes, I agree. It's really important. I think a lot of people are already sort of looking at this issue as well. I think you know the spaces are still getting created and like, but I think it's it's gonna happen at this point. It's just like, which is exciting for us yeah. because then you know we want to be able to show, so like be able to create them on. Like even the other day, I bought a, a Lacoste NFT. Yes. Um, the crocodile with the, with the crocodile one? Yeah. Is it the one with the whole with this helmet yeah. or is it the Just one with the coming out well. of the water? Oh, it's, so the, the one coming <laughs> out of the water is the yeah. Genesis part? Genesis one, yeah. I, I have the, the profile picture one which is got the Emerge or whatever. Yes. And he's wearing a, a blue polo. <laughs> um, Do you own one, Cosy? I know I own both. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I own the blue polo. <laughs> yeah. The blue polo one. And I, I own the blue polo in real life. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm twinning with my That's NFT. Cool. I, I can't use it in a digital space yes. or anything. Yeah, it's not a freebie asset. Yeah. But I'm like, I would love to. Like, we dressed up. Like, I think avatars are, are like crazy popular. Like, I, mm. I mean, yeah. You guys probably already seen. Um, the last couple of days, actually. Yeah, everyone. The, the AI. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I did that and I was like, wow. <laughs> was Everyone's like, doing it. Yeah, Everyone's like, doing right? it. Is it called Lens? Yeah, Lensa. Lens, Lens AI. And the funny thing yeah. is, um, we have a really good relationship with the with the people who created it. And oh, really? The, the, you know, and they haven't done any marketing. It's purely on viral. Yeah. yeah. It's just viral. And that's all it takes. Just get out quickly, and, like wildfire. Exactly right. And you can think like you know that that's what it takes. You know, some and be, and now there is no excuse for businesses or any mm -hmm. not even businesses for individuals not to 
you know, uh, try. Not try. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's nothing to say that there's enough technology there and enough, there's plenty of libraries there. And and that's the thing. This creates a reach that goes beyond what you can do mm -hmm. normally. Like suddenly you'd make something digital that other people can share around and use. It just spreads. You go global. That you have a much further reach. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Mm -hmm. A yeah. much greater reach. So with regards to uh, fashion, right? So... Uh, once I heard that you know the um, the panel discussed about three, four, I think it's about four weeks ago or so, right? So I start deep diving myself, mm -hmm. and then there is there's so much content out there, um, like avatars doing catwalks, and you can't <laughs> see the number of people attending these. Yeah. And but then you have other um, metaverses. They are saying like, oh, we had this whole metaverse, but no one turned up. Yeah. But then you had these niche ones. And it kind of speak. And LVHM, they the one, they need one, and so there are there's a still there's a, not a still actually there is a market being created, and I feel like you know people who are into fashion they they can be creative. Yeah, no, I yeah. think like the catwalk stuff is going to be amazing. Like like our designers, they watch the catwalks, and that's where they get their inspiration mm. from. Yeah, and a brand of our size, you know, we might not want to hold actual cat. Well, we could, but. You know, if we want to get all of our audience around the world, you know, it's yeah, more accessible if we did it online. And yeah. Like, people want to be part of it, have a social experience. And there's been a couple of hit and miss ones that have come out, but, mm -hmm. um, like, it, you know, during COVID, I think all the catwalk stuff was done online. That's right, yeah, exactly. It's all about from COVID time. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think after COVID ended a little bit, some fashion companies dropped off the online stuff a little bit just because I don't think it's because they don't like it. It's like, they're innovative. It's mm -hmm. just, like they know the physical better. Yes. But then companies that, you know, newer companies or companies like us, it's like, well, why would we go to the catwalk, the traditional catwalk model when we can go to the newer model? And I think like, as like, if, I think all the other brands will sort of come back more into online yeah. catwalks as well. But I just think they've gone back to a traditional one at the moment because fashion, while it's, art, you know, it's an art form, it's still business driven of and course. obviously revenue at the moment you know, and I they think do what it, they want. It might even be a lower bar of entry to mm -hmm. go online. So those yeah. bigger, you know, ones it, it costs more to hold a fashion show and to do all that. Yeah. And it's more of a social event. Like people make an event out of it. Yeah. Whereas like smaller companies or people that are up and coming, the bar to entry is a lot lower to get into when it when it's in the digital world i think you know we hate the word digital but it could be a way for digital runways where there is a real event there yeah. is a you know a very vip event where you know the celebrities are going but there is also an online event where it's recreated in a metaverse mm. where people that can't get to the real thing they can still get to it it's accessible it's yeah you know a larger audience there then more people yeah. can actually get attend it um, and then also, obviously, smaller brands can still hold an online event and have their own catwalks mm. and show their audience you know, that might be spread out across the world a bit more and yeah. sort of still fill up, you know, fill up a catwalk event. Of course. I, think, I don't think the real one will go away completely. No, no, yeah. no. I think both can exist and, and it can also attract different uh, type of uh, audiences because in yeah. the physical world, you'd be like, okay, I want to buy that dress or get inspired by that dress and mm -hmm. do whatever, right, in the real world. But then the digital one, like, oh, you know what? I want to use this in my, I don't know, in my sandbox or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you could have, because if you think about the youngsters, the gen, you know, I don't know what is the next one is, yeah. right? You know, gen, zing, zing, whatever, right? And uh, with, um, with the, those um, generations, I think, 
there'll be less uh, and less ownability of physical materialistic yeah. things, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're more likely to be able to own a house in the metaverse than in, in real life. Than yeah. real life, right? Because, uh, you know, I mean, the thing about in the metaverse, yeah. like, we had a, like a podcast about this and we think that what is metaverse, right? So yeah. it's like, you know, you're li living in the, it's more like a immersive multiverse, there's yeah. the whole AI, AR, not AI. Well, it's like, the, as you said, with the catwalk, Corey, it's like um, Fortnite done a really good job of mm. that. With doing, I think they've done the Travis Scott. Yeah, um, yes. yes. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, really exciting. And yeah, my son was in there yeah. on there. I'm like, what's going on here? And there's like thousands of people and multiple different servers. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they pulled that off really well. You didn't actually have to go to the concert. Yeah. And pay tickets, yeah. you just got this and event with a partnership and collab it's, in it. It's crazy. And it was very, it, was, it actually media, looked pretty cool. The media was, you know, they were able to be more creative, you know, you go to a normal concert, you can do lasers and smokes and whatever. Yeah. But then I think the Travis Scott one, you know, they blew them up to like gigantic size. Yeah. Like I think they did a more recent one, like on Ariana Grande, and you're like surfing through like this water thing as she's singing and goes, like she's changing into different like, Oh, it's an experience. So cool. and it's like, so cool. I remember when I watched it the first time, like, wow, it's really like, cool. It's really creative. Like, you, you know, you could see the art, the artist behind it, who sort of created this whole experience. Yeah, it, getting the concert at the same time, and it's like, it you, removes you can, those limitations, yeah, doesn't like, it? There's, yeah. there's, no, there's no physical barriers there. Yeah, yeah. Art. I mean, if you think it's about it, just like, imagination. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you have contacts, like, once you say, once you put your contacts on, you go to a, like a whole, like a augmented reality world. Then you know what? You can't say that you can't talk to people. Even though you're by yourself, you can talk with that whole sensory, you know, thing, and you talk to other augment, you know, people in there. So I think it could be a more like a multiverse, yeah. you know, super immersive. And as the technology social, yeah. Yeah. it will be yeah. social. And as the technology I, grows, yeah. we're all so excited. <laughs> <laughs> as the technology grows, like the Oculus isn't like two or three grand. Yeah. It's yeah. like you can get it for or yeah, like anything. Or you could get it for a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more people will be joining exactly. the exactly. like industry and a lot more opportunities. Like going back to you know the AI avatar stuff when I did it, it's like it was like ten bucks for a hundred images, and I was like, this is like <laughs> really cool technology, and it was ten bucks. Yes. So I was like, you know, one of them came out as me as an astronaut or something. Yeah. Like, I would pay an artist like three hundred bucks, yeah. for it, and this was ten dollars. I'm like, so we know the technology is getting cheaper because that mm. type of stuff would have been I don't know how. It, ridiculously expensive yeah. years before and then now it's like ten dollars it was like it, it's crazy to see the shift of value because yeah. now like you like we were saying before you can buy a digital thing that doesn't exist for more than the physical thing mm -hmm. and you think well why would someone be so crazy to pay for that money but it comes down to like you know a status symbol like how you want to look everyone's building up their avatars to what they're gonna look like in this virtual metaverse. Mm. Like they wanna, like Snoop Dogg, look at how much he's spending yeah. in the metaverse. Like like they're spending honestly millions and millions of dollars for stuff mm. that doesn't exist yeah. just to appear a certain way in the metaverse. I mean, it does exist. I think we find that as well though. You know, there's a lot of these social influences and that yeah. who, you know, they go out, they hire out a Lamborghini for a day. You know, we yeah. all know about yeah. this now. Yeah. They take a picture exactly. with a Lamborghini or for Gucci purpose yeah. and yeah. it's not actually that there so they've rented it out yeah. but then they own an NFT it's like I can look at the blockchain oh they do own this NFT it's yeah. actually it's almost more verifiable NFT than like you know these pictures of Lamborghinis and yeah. that so it's like 
it's almost more flex in a way. Like you can actually say this is real. Yeah. Um, I mean, look with with the whole uh, you we just touched base on sustainability. Mm -hmm. The word sustainability, right? If you just deep down on that one little mm -hmm. bit, please. So, and we think like okay, blockchain can be implemented um, to achieve that sustainability part. But given the blockchain, you know, we have a carbon footprint there as well, right? Let's not forget that. So yeah. now. There are quite a few uh, chains that are, you know, I can say car not carbon neutral, but less carbon, you know, footprint than yeah. the others like, you know, Bitcoin. I think that's very yeah. well known for hype. And then uh, Ethereum is moving away from that and yeah. there are a few other, you know, uh, blockchains. So um, given uh, all this with regards to when you're going with a, a, you know, a brand thinking of going, you know, blockchain mm. route, what type of blockchain do you think that they would be thinking of like you know we know that it'll be more like a carbon you know less carbon footprint yeah, yeah. but um we still have those you had to buy you had to have ethereum you had to have wallet and all that still yeah. you're right so i think you know obviously issue is you know some blockchains are more popular than others so it's yeah. like easier to get people on board but for a lot of brands when you look at chains it's that might have to be a bit of a statement. You know, if you want to be a sustainable brand, maybe you've got to sort of double down and go on one of these chains that are more, you know, um, less carbon and it's like, yeah, I guess like if it's we're aiming for sustainability, we have to be very you know transparent around all of it and you know focus on what's what's actually the best use. Obviously, it needs to be so easy for our audience to use. That's obviously really important. But if it's having a negative impact for sustainability, <laughs> which is going to be important, yeah, I think. Honestly, I think that that has still been an open debate. I think everyone would like to think that one is better than the other and everyone bows the other down. But mm -hmm. now that we're going into an innovative society where new technology is being utilised, a lot of people are focusing on being a more circular yeah. society. So a lot of these things for proof of work now, they're use, burning methane gas and burning bad gases and circular industry to create this power. So it's not necessarily better or worse yeah. so i think there's just a lot of difference there's a lot of debate like predominantly yes if it's on energy usage but i think that we're really starting to reduce a lot of that as well yeah. so i think the debate's still open on that yeah, yeah. i mean it's like yeah. it's still expanding and yeah it's like it takes time but i think it's still you know i think the main thing is we have to be transparent about yes. everything especially people because no, they can verify. <laughs> yeah, it's just not bad. They need to know what, what's actually happening with it. I think it's all moving to a better place. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it obviously takes time. So what's your preference? Prefer no, I'm pretty like I'm on all chains. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a diehard on one or the other. Yeah. I think that's a bit silly. Yeah. Um good. good. I think good. um we are in the same boat. We are saying we are tech agnostic. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to because you have to be solution driven, solution agnostic, right? So yeah. I think that's the way to uh, keep your minds open and you know. Yeah. You've got to be open minded. You gotta you because be if you close your mind, you're not looking for better solutions. Yeah. Like if you think one is better than the other, you're not open minded to well how can we make this one better? Yeah. I mean they're changing all the time. All the time. It's yeah. like, far too early. It's like why would you pick one if you don't know what's gonna yeah. happen? It's you know they're all innovating and it's all exciting. It's like mm -hmm. having all these changes chains are good because they are all innovating, mm -hmm. you know, it's competing against each other. Yeah. And that's yeah. I mean, um, and especially with that now with the different chains and also <coughs> with the you know, the NFC, mm -hmm. right? We are doing we are getting into that area at the moment and ourselves and looking at different NFC chips and what they do and how they do it, how they, how much data each chip mm -hmm. uh, can store. 
and is it encrypted is it not encrypted you know all those mm-hmm. things as well and some of them are not, you can't use them because when, once you wash it <laughs> yeah, report about that issue is like, what do we put in the washing machine? Exactly, <laughs> and right? Like, and this is what I'm just thinking, like, oh, I thought it's like, it's like, oh, NFC, you can just, you know, then once you start diving into that space, then you realize, oh, you know what, you can't put have an, just any NFC chip and put it in the washing machine and in the dryer. Yeah. You know what, then it, it lose that, right? So, given all the challenges, I think there'll be a lot more given, like shown, what's possible in the uh, fashion industry and what's there to be done. I think uh, the jury is out. I think there's a lot more innovations to be done. I think uh, people are, going to, people are doing it. Uh, they're doing it by, you know, failing and then standing up and then getting punched yeah. in the I face. I think that's the best way to do it. Fail, right. fail, iterate, fail, fail iterate, right? right? I think it's also sort of exciting because I feel like in a lot of ways the fashion industry has been slow to adopt technology in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of the designs are still drawn 2D, which is one thing we're doing in our company at the moment is getting our designers to learn 3D, um, 3D modeling to create yes. the assets, yeah. which is a staple in the car industry, staple in yeah. a lot of production. You know, you can see it better, you can sell, sell, uh, send it to wholesalers so they can get a better idea, which also get better into sustainability because we're not creating as many sample sets. Yeah. But, you know, fashion's been slow to sort of adopt technology but then Web3 came out and they're just jumping on board. It's like one of the fastest things yeah. they've gone on to. Just skipped like, a few steps. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of them were very slow. Like a lot of podcasts I listened to back in the day, you know, emails came out. Like, no, we don't want to do emails. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. That was slow. I'm like, oh dear. I'm like, we're still doing sketches and, you know, social media came out. They're like, nah, that's not going to be, well, you know, it's going to be popular. And then this is one of the first, you know, innovations that they've jumped on and sort of, in a way, leading the way in all of sort of areas. Awesome. All right, guys, I think we are coming to the <laughs> closing time. Do you want to pay the closing time? You know, <laughs> the closing time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, guys, um, first of all, I want to thank you to uh, Corey from Charlie Forty. Thank you for um, coming to yeah, our office today. Right, right, Corey. Yes, you know, making your time and knowing that there's a, you know, like these, I think these are the cool things that you know, we are building these relationships with, you know, local companies or local yeah. businesses. And mm-hmm. I think um, the more we communicate the relationships and grow together, I think that's only going to bring the whole entire, yeah. you know, Especially in the Gold Coast, where it's the Gold Coast, right? Yeah. But everyone meets seems to know everyone. Like I know, right? And yeah. the the strange thing is, once you start in the meetups, we realize there's about you know quite a few enthusiasts mm-hmm. um, around, and it, bringing them together and having those like really cool discussions. Yeah. I think that that opens a lot of people's minds and get you know thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I for one feel like Charlie and I are both pretty. Jealous that we missed that party now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, looking forward to it for like three yeah. weeks and then I got COVID at NFT Fest and I was out. At least you made the NFT Fest. spread it through the office. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, no, I was really looking forward to Darren's yacht party. Yeah. It, was a, it was a really good night, I think. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, it. Yeah, just rub it in a bit more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some good good discussions happening. You yeah. know, we had a few, you know, really smart people on there, and I'm like, you know, wow, much smarter than me. So yeah. I was like, oh. and, and me, you know, yeah. what I mean? that's um, how you learn. Yeah, and, don't yeah. want to be the smartest person. <laughs> exactly yeah. right, and I think that's a cool thing. And we know this space is growing constantly, and you know, just want to, you know, um, say thank you for coming. And you know, last uh, thoughts, mate. What do you want to share? Oh, <laughs> putting me on the spot, yeah. No, I just, yeah, we're, we're excited at Charlie Holiday going to space as, you know, a normal company and just, 
we're really excited for the future and hope you guys will keep up to date for what we're doing. Yeah, uh, awesome. Coming. So awesome. if you have the marketing team, charlieholiday.com.au yeah, yeah. That's us. yeah and Instagram and on Instagram yeah. so um so are there anything that um like alpha that you can give like anything that you know for the listeners uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble because he's like hey come on like you know what I mean that there should be something yeah. that come use code here. block stars <laughs> look we're really excited around the 3D space yeah specifically we're like we're just in all of it but we have some cool stuff with the 3D awesome we think that's cool we think yeah. it's going to be good for like visually especially for like e-commerce stuff we're trying to buy stuff online so yeah yeah. yeah. This is our side of battery. All right. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Cody, thank you so much. Um Charlie and Maureen, thank you for joining. Thanks guys. And thank you Insta Live and uh, Freedom Nation. Uh thank you for joining us and we'll catch you next week. Awesome. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thanks. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week same time, same place. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.